Hey everyone, my name is Eugenio Alvarez Gutierrez. <laughs> I don't know why I paused there before that, but um, I'm Honduran and I'm the son of an immigrant single mother. Um, I moved here permanently to America when I was 15 years old. Uh, I lived in Honduras most of my life prior to that. Uh, yeah, moved to Miami. Uh, with my mother. My grandmother lived there as well. Um, she's actually the reason why I'm even here. Um, she was lucky enough to, you know, have a husband that was Cuban. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, back in the day, if you married a Cuban, uh, you basically got a free citizenship. Um, at the time, Cubans uh, were getting uh, citizenships left and right, and anybody you know like married to them, and they, the process was just faster. So, uh, I have a lot to thank uh, to my grandmother and her sacrifices. Uh, I know a part of me knows that she never really wanted to marry. We, we, my mother and I both know that she didn't really want to marry um, the person she did. Uh, they're divorced now. Um, it was pretty evident that uh, mainly the only reason she married him was just so we could have papers and we could move here to America. But uh, yeah, my grandmother will probably be a topic for another day. Uh, today I mainly want to introduce myself and what I want this um, podcast to be about. Um, and, and it'll be a, a couple things. Um, uh, I, I want this podcast to be able to help immigrants understand themselves better and their situation better um it's something i wish maybe i would have had when when i first moved to america uh my heart goes out to all those like single mothers um single fathers as well uh, but you know mainly single mothers immigrant single mothers that come here uh, hoping for a better future for their kids um and uh, I don't resent my mother whatsoever uh, for not guiding me enough, but uh, I, I definitely lacked guidance when I first moved here, and that's not that's not her fault at all. She she was working God knows how many shifts a day, uh, just trying to put food in uh, the table for myself and be able to give me an education, a place to live. Uh, you know, raising a kid on your own is already a challenge. Much less in a country you don't speak the language in and uh, don't have any qualifications to have a good job in. Um, so I... Yeah, I'll never hold anything against my mother. She did everything she could to give me what I have now and I am eternally grateful for all of that. But uh, I, I wish this this could be used for people that just moved here. Um, that, uh, you know, I can even probably do this in Spanish too, uh, if needed. Uh, but really, this is for any immigrant as well that, uh, you know, is struggling to find their place, their footing here in America. It, it can be a bit tough. I, I also want to do this as part of... Um, Kind of like a journaling for myself. Um, it's it's different when you voice out your thoughts. You know, you we we are all we're constantly thinking things, 
uh, constantly questioning everything about our lives in our head. And um, it really doesn't, it just, it just hits completely different when you, when you say things out loud. And I don't know what it is about that, but uh, I don't have enough money to pay for therapy. Uh, my current partner, they're, um, they're uh, non-binary, so they use they, them pronouns. I use he, him pronouns. Um, they, they are studying social work. And they're studying to become a social worker and uh, they have helped me out a bit and there's their psychology major as well JSWS double major um, so they've they've helped me understand a lot about who I am and my personal issues uh, and I'm very thankful for that as well but uh, you know talking talking is what what started started these things for me um, I was never I never really questioned what I was supposed to do or or uh, whether or not the decisions I was making were correct um, moving here I felt so much pressure from both my mother my mother my grandmother and some family members back in Honduras that uh, I was just supposed to succeed you know become a doctor be in STEM just be in the STEM field initially they wanted me to be a cardiologist and um, I mean, I graduated with a biology degree, um, and then did a short program, research methodology. Um, here I am now, working as a marketing manager slash community manager for a um, credit card, a gaming credit card company. And it's just crazy how I earn more money now, getting paid nineteen dollars an hour. Uh, I'm earning a lot more money now than I ever did working for University of Pittsburgh or uh, any research lab where I was getting paid averaging from like twelve dollars no, sorry eight fifty to fourteen fifty max that was kind of my average pay for when I worked in research and it's just crazy to me that now that I'm I'm doing something entirely different uh, I'm getting paid more something I don't even have a qual any qualifications for really I just landed an opportunity thanks to someone on Instagram that posted a job uh, and uh, they're acquainted too and here I am and uh, it just that just made me realize so many things about myself uh, that I just didn't know were wrong and back to my point uh, about all that pressure I felt uh, to become someone I didn't necessarily want to become uh, you know for for my mother and my grandma uh, I'm I'm it I'm their investment I'm who is supposed to bring our family up from poverty and it's a lot of pressure to put on someone um, and I knew that. I, I, I knew that ever since I was young. I, I, I knew I had to study. I knew I had to work. And I knew I uh, this responsibility would fall on me. It's unfortunate that my mother and grandma, they don't really... They're healthy, but they're, they're not the healthiest. They don't, they don't have uh, the best of health. So in the future, it would... It will... <laughs> it just will be very important for me to have a stable income with multiple benefits so that I can uh, 
help my fa family out. You know, every it feels like every poor or low-income family in America is one one healthcare disaster away from bankruptcy, and um, that's that's also part of the reason that I, I wanted to do this. I uh, I feel like I have a lot to share my experiences and everything I've learned here in America the past couple of years, um, past 12 years or so. Um, I feel like guidance is f so essential, um, not just for any kid, but especially for kids that are coming from a whole different country and have to learn a whole new system, one system that their parents don't even know how to work around. It's kind of crazy to me how we're put in this position where we have to learn so many different things and be so ahead of others just to catch up. I feel like I've been playing catch up since I moved here and I haven't truly caught up yet. I'm just beginning to. And um, all this became even more evident to me when uh, I met my partner. Uh, Regina, which I absolutely love with all my heart, and uh, there's someone incredibly special in my life, and I know at some point we're gonna get married. Like it's that type of love that uh, I just know they're the one, and uh, it's the best, the best thing that could ever happen to me. But uh, enough of that. You know, just wanted to throw a little bit of a insight of why they're so important to me but uh, more more uh, more than anything they've also helped me realize so many things that were wrong with me and so many things that are wrong with our system uh, they can they're they're fortunate um, enough to have come from a f family that uh, worked hard worked in the military has a lot of benefits has built wealth throughout like 30 40 years so they don't really have to worry about the same things that I do and uh, you know that type of dialogue is one that people avoid you know when comparing each other uh, especially if they're dating no one wants to talk about how your family is much more off much better well off than than uh, your partners it's feels like it's an icky topic but uh, one that myself and Regina never had a problem discussing. If anything, like I said, they've helped me figure it out so much. Um, and one of the things I figured out is how disadvantaged I have been. Um, how true? How it? How the system truly benefits mainly those who have been here and have generational wealth, people that have a financial backing the opportunity to explore careers and mess up you know or take their time finding the the appropriate career for them one that will you know give them not just financial uh, stability but also happiness uh, don't get me wrong I understand others are just in the same situation where they feel like they have to uh, be a lawyer or be a researcher or be a doctor be whatever whatever brings money i know every family every person faces that sort of 
pressure. But I, I truly believe that, you know, low-income uh, immigrants uh, have that times two, times three. I, everyone's situation is different. But uh, I feel like my situation could have been avoided if I just had more knowledge. Um, I think part of it is, is, you know, bad decisions. I absolutely made so many bad decisions when I was younger. I'm 26 years old. 26 years old now. Um, about to turn 27 this year. Um, so I've been al- <laughs> I've been alive for quite a bit. Um, Should have died quite some times as well. Um, and the fact that I'm alive right now, you know, <sighs> just makes me think like maybe I do have more of a purpose. And I know that's everyone's wish to want to be important to want to have a the need to have a um, end goal or a purpose and for me it's it's uh, the last couple of years have been me trying to find that purpose uh, and I'm still not there yet I still even after questioning my career and switching careers and just really thinking about what I want to do with my life, where I wanted to head, and what's more valuable to me. All, the, all those things have have uh, have started popped out of my life out of nowhere, and I still don't really have an answer for most of those questions. Um, I think I'm doing better, a lot better than I than I was before. Because, you know, when you avoid a problem and don't even start digging at it, it'll eventually consume you. And that is kind of what happened to me. And I feel like that's kind of what happens to a lot of people. We let we let things fester in our mind for too long. Uh, or even sometimes we don't even, we don't even think about them. We just shove them back. Uh, not even giving them a second thought not considering why is this happening to me how can i do make this better we just kind of go on autopilot and go with the flow of life which sometimes that's not the best thing you could do um that's something i i a philosophy i i used to live by which was um you know just go with the flow um do do whatever it is you're doing and just keep doing it that is kind of my mentality was kind of my mentality for quite some time um you know i graduated with a bio degree mother wanted me to be a scientist be in healthcare. you know a career that would give me money in my parents eyes having a bachelor's degree having a master's degree is it's it's equivalent to financial success and yes and no <laughs> um if i ha- if i had gone for something like let's say a finance major or something like that i have some friends that um they're finance majors and they live nice comfy lives i mean they hate what they do but they're they're comfortable with life uh, financially and you know even if you hate your job having financial stability brings some peace of mind 
regardless of how stressed you are at that job. And eventually, true, um, not being happy with your job can catch up to you. But, uh, you know, you have you have that decision. You, you, ha you have the ability to make a decision whether or not to stay in that job. Um, it feels like sometimes there's, there's just no decision. Uh, all decisions have been made for me. And that's kind of how it feels like to be an immigrant. It feels like all of the decisions have just been made for me. And there's just some, there's just, there's just a few pathways I can take. There's just a very few type of ways that I can go about life that will grant me that financial success that I want for myself and my family. And, you know, I don't, most people don't necessarily want to take take those uh, pathways. It feels like there's no freedom. There's no uh, control over my life. Um, and I have so many interests. Um, I was just discussing with my partner recently that uh, I feel like I have uh, many interests. Um, you know, I've, I love playing guitar. Um, I love music. I want to start learning how to make music. Uh, I think it's incredibly interesting. I, I, I would, <laughs> I oddly have an interest in wanting to be a, a orchestra conductor. That is just something on the side that if I ever were to be incredibly rich, I would probably do that, pursue that just for a little bit, just to see what would happen if that's what I would want to like dedicate my time and energy to. I think being able to combine so many instruments and create a beautiful piece of art is uh, amazing and it interests me incredibly and there's so many things that I feel that way that I, I feel that way about um, you know I'm, I'm also a gamer I love gaming um, I do uh, I stream on uh, as a bit of a part-time as well and uh, I've always I've always played video games. It's the typical gamer st story, but uh, more than anything, games have been an escape for me. Uh, moving when I first moved here, I obviously had no friends, uh, nobody who to socialize with really. Um, and the first thing my parents gave me, uh, my mom and my grandma, was uh, the old Xbox. Xbox, that big old brick. Um, that, that was my first console um, and I remember playing Halo playing Call of Duty uh, eventually playing online and getting the new consoles and I made so many friends and I I lived most of my high school like life I, I was in my room playing video games um, despite having a girlfriend that I dated for four years but that's a, that's a story for a different day um, but uh, I I I that's that's how I spent my time. I just played video games. I didn't really want to socialize with people outside because I just felt they didn't understand me. Uh, and this is from someone that lived in Miami, Florida, a Hispanic immigrant in Miami, Florida. You know, you can't get more. You can't get more. Any, you can't get any more comfort than as a as a hispanic immigrant than being in florida miami florida specifically you know it's a melting pot for hispanics really uh in my high school i, I had plenty of hispanic peers 
that eventually became my friends but even then uh it's it's such a diff it's many different cultures and everyone's just trying to figure themselves out too it's uh i never i, I never felt the want um to want to you know get involved with others and that sort of thing uh which is i think it's fine i think that's totally if it's a it's a totally i don't know just it's a good way to live i mean if that's how you're happy you're happy like that you know not engaging with others just being by yourself there's plenty of people like that um me personally i'm not like that that goes against my nature i love socializing i love talking to people um that's something i realized as i grew up as well by the time i graduated in college um I had hundreds of friends. I had so many friends in Miami. Um, people I could, I could, I could randomly call up like thirty different people and, hey, you want to hang out? And we would. And um, I really liked that. I really liked being connected with others. Um, you know, this 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 uh, whole thing with the pandemic has also kind of brought that to light for myself. But um, that's. Uh, that's how I am. This is this is who I am. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a bit of a insight on. Uh, well, let me let me not say guys. Um, I'm trying to be more gender neutral as well, um, which is why I gave my pronouns and my partner pronouns. Um, I do think that this is another thing I, I'll probably discuss later, and I'll probably bring Regina in there currently you know in a master's program for social work they're very well studied and gsws they understand topics like gender and sexuality deeply um i mean they have papers uh published already at such a young age uh, just completely amazing person and very knowledgeable and uh, eventually when i want to talk about things like gender and sexuality i'll bring them here and we can talk about it together because um, we have some great shower conversations, uh, I must say. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, this is what my podcast will be about. Um, you know, just learning how to live as an immigrant uh, in the uh, year 2020 in America. Uh, you know, how to move forward with your life, what you need to do. What I wish I would have done, would have known, uh, back when I was in high school, when I was early in college, because uh, there's so many layers that you just don't know that there's so many facets in life that you just don't know that are against you. That when you figure it out, it's kind of already too late, and you have all these odds stacked against you. I wish that if I had the knowledge. Um, for all those things in the past that i will talk about that uh maybe my life would be i would be a bit more ahead in life right now which by all means i'm not living terribly uh, i think i'm much better off than uh, a good amount of of my um immigrant peers and and i think that's uh again that's part of the reason um that's part part in because of uh the way my grandmother and my mom raised me and the opportunities that were able to present for me uh, 
everything, all their sacrifices, everything they did in order to have me where I am now, it's is why I'm capable of saying that I have an okay life. I don't really have I shouldn't really be complaining about too much, but you know, in comparison to what I th my dreams, my aspirations, I have plenty to complain about. Um I think it's a bit ridiculous that you can't complain about, you know, wanting to live better. Uh, I 100% agree that I have nothing to complain about. <laughs> Let me be clear again with that. I am become a much more empathetic person. Uh, and I know, and I keep up with news constantly. I'm always reading up on news, uh, all kinds of news, financial, immigrants, uh, legislation doesn't matter what it is I'm watching all of them and not just one source of news as well um, I am I am uh, well this is a more uh, this is uh, something that's uh, more new to me but um, I had always thought I considered myself more liberal liberal or leftist which by the way those those two are very different uh, they have different definitions however uh, currently in our political system um, a lot of people regard the left liberalism and leftism as the same thing but it's not they're different things and they stand for different things and eventually I'll talk about that too um, but now I'm I'm starting to understand socialism better and I I don't know maybe I consider myself a socialist now too um, you know, Bernie Sanders, AOC is people that I don't look up to because I don't think you should look up to politicians. But it's they're, they're people filled with knowledge that, oops, sorry about that. They're people filled with knowledge that we can learn a lot about. And, you know, they're actually trying to make changes in the world that benefit others. And I think, you know, America's so scared of the word socialism and that's something we all know um but yeah yeah i don't know why i got off on the whole tangent there about my uh, political alignment but i just wanted you to know more about myself as well and um yeah this is this was mainly an introduction um of uh who i am what i thought what, what i think um what i stand for um all that sort of thing and um yeah, I, I hope uh, this eventually reaches those that need it. Um, you know, I like I like to think that there are others out there just like myself that are thinking these exact things, same things and are struggling in the exact same ways. Um, finding people that struggle, that are, that are fighting your, your same fight is so important finding peers that you can um, relate to and this is something I, I you know I wish I could relate to with my current partner but at the same time I'm glad we don't because um, if we both were uh, broke poor immigrants you know I maybe would I would be complaining a little bit more um, their financial stability and their family's financial stability is inherently passed on to me because I live with them and I don't have to worry that I don't I won't have a job tomorrow and uh, I, you know I won't I won't have a place to live in or I'll have to move back to Miami with uh, my parents 
That's not something I have to worry about, and it's thanks to that financial backing and support that they have with their family. But uh, again, that's a whole different point for another day. Um, I'll see what what the next topic is about. There's so many things I want to discuss. But again, I'll keep it all in the spectrum of my view as an immigrant and my thoughts on what it is to live, how it is to live here in America. And, uh, yeah, if you've listened this far, um, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully you can keep coming back. Um, this is my first podcast. Uh, so hopefully things get better and in, in the way that I do these podcasts and how I structure them. Uh, there's a lot I have to learn, um, but I, I hope I do a great job in the future and then I can help others like me. So have a great day. Thank you for listening and um, I'll be back.